0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm here to talk about the crazy division around weekend that we just uh went through uh yesterday more specifically. And um yeah, it was madness, chaos yesterday, um exciting football, uh, you know, four teams left in the AFC and the NFC title game, you know, we're only three weeks, a little less than three weeks away from the Super Bowl. And so obviously I'm here to talk about that. But of course, before we get to talk about that, let's go over the NBA scores starting from Friday. So on Friday, we had the, who do we have on Friday? We had the Lakers defeating the Magic, 116-105. We had the Hornets defeating the Thunder, 121-98. to 98. We had the Blazers beating the Celtics, 109-105. We had the Clippers beating the Sixers, 102-101. to The Heat, they lost to the Hawks, 110-108. We also had the Raptors defeating the Wizards, 109-105. We had the Bucks defeating the Bulls, 94-90. We had the Nets defeating the Spurs, 117-102. We had the Jazz defeating the Pistons, 111-101. We had the Grizzlies defeating the Nuggets, 122-118. And we had the Warriors defeating the Rockets, 105-103. And then the games on Saturday, we had the Kings losing to the Bucks 133-127. We had the Cavaliers beating the Thunder, 94-87. And the Suns defeating the Pacers, 113-103. Then yesterday's games, on Sunday, we had the Knicks defeating the Clippers, 110-102. We had the Celtics defeating the Wizards one sixteen to eighty seven. Jason Tatum had fifty points. Yesterday's game, he had his career best and his career high in points. Uh, the Bulls they lose to the Magic actually one fourteen um, to ninety five. Jalen Suggs with a highlight of a dunk over DeMar DeRozan. That was a crazy play in the fourth quarter, and the Magic took the took the W against Chicago in Orlando yesterday. Uh, The Blazers defeated the Raptors, 114-105. The Heat were able to defeat the Lakers, 113-107. The Hawks were able to defeat the Hornets, 113-91. The Mavericks beat the Grizzlies, 104-91. The Sixers defeat the Spurs, 115-109. The Nuggets, they beat the Pistons, 117-111. The Nets, they lose to the Timberwolves, surprisingly, uh, 136-125. And then the Jazz, they were they fell very short into tying this game yesterday against the Warriors, but they fell short losing 94 to 92. And well today we only have four games. We have currently the Knicks and the Cavs, currently a halftime, tied at 50-50. We have the Pacers, Pelicans, we have the Bulls Thunder at 8, and then the Jazz Suns at 9. And then tomorrow we have the Pelicans, Sixers, the Hornets, Raptors, Nuggets, Pistons, Clippers, Wizards. Lakers and Nets tomorrow. That's gonna to be a really good matchup. Kings, Celtics, Rockets, uh, and Spurs, Blazers and Wolves, and then the Mavericks and the Warriors. So uh on the next episode, I will kind of talk more in depth on the midseason. Uh next 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 episode will literally just be mostly an NBA uh podcast. I'll talk about I'll make my predictions for the AFC and NFC title games, but that shouldn't really take that long. Uh it should take maybe like ten minutes max, five minutes each game. So the rest of the podcast I'm gonna be talking about like the mid season trades and how each team is doing and everything, all the players. So that will be for month uh that will be for Wednesdays uh or Thursday. I think I'm I'm gonna say Thursday, uh for Thursday's episode. So just to let y'all know, I'ma get there as well. So so yeah, those are that's currently the scores uh updated up until today, January fourteenth. The standings I'll go over it of course on Thursday. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. Four games this past weekend. It was the Vision Around week of football. Four teams advanced to the AFC and NFC title games. And four teams went home. Uh in heartbreaking fashion. Pretty much every team lost in heartbreaking fashion. Uh this was one of the craziest week especially yesterday, honestly. Yesterday was one of the craziest days uh, just, wa- just watching back-to-back games that got me yelling, screaming, just just being loud, and usually the, the opposite of who I really am as a person. Uh, yeah, that that side of me came out when I was watching these two games because it was it was insanity. And I'm not a f I'm not the biggest, you know, Bills or Chiefs or Rams Bucks fan, but my god, those games got me got me super excited, nervous, and yeah. It, it got me feeling a lot of different shit. But let's talk about the games on Saturday before we get into the craziness that happened yesterday. So first off, we had the Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. And well the Bengals, they actually took the W. And they were able to defeat the Titans nineteen to sixteen. The Bengals they won this game and they have now advanced to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, man, Joe Burrow twenty eight for thirty seven, three hundred forty eight yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, a rushing touchdown for Joe Mixon, an interception for Jesse Bates the third, Logan Wilson for the Titans. I mean Ryan Tannehill fifteen for twenty four. 20, 220 touchdown two hundred and twenty yards. Excuse me. One touchdown. Three interceptions. Derrick Henry had a rushing touchdown in his first game back since week eight. AJ Brown also had a receiving touchdown, but that was that for for the Titans. So overall, my the overall the thoughts on my on the game. Um, well, both teams offensively weren't amazing. I think Joe Burrow uh, did definitely more than enough to try to get. Uh, the game going, um. But honestly, it wasn't it wasn't the best game for Joe Burrow. I mean, I mean, he still had almost three three hundred fifty yards passing. So he had a really good game. He had one lousy interception. Uh, he couldn't throw a, a you know a a passing touchdown, but he was able to at least control the offense somewhat. So he didn't have his best statistical game. He didn't have Jamar Chase on lock for three touchdowns in in one game. But he definitely was able to. Uh, overcome the circumstances because that man was getting sacked back and forth. He got sacked nine times in this game, but Joe Burrow still took that and, you know, overcame it and took the W out of it. So, yeah, the Titans, their defense has definitely improved and considering that they really didn't allow Joe Burrow to really get in that pocket too much. And, well, I mean, their defense was good on him uh at at the at the points where they needed it the most it, it just messed up for them because the Titans i mean pretty much in the first half they weren't really looking anything great their defense was was on point their offense was looking pretty hideous and the third quarter they were actually stepping things up but it was really the Bengals that had kind of full control of the game um almost pretty much since the jump because the Bengals they scored first and they they attacked first in this game and the Bengals, I think, uh just from the beginning of the game, they didn't really look like this team was really prepared for this. I mean the Titans, they got the they got the home field advantage, the number one, you know, they're the number one seed. And the Titans I don't know, they just they, they couldn't they couldn't take that pressure off of them because once again, this is the third or fourth time that they clinch the number one seed. They get whole field advantage. They don't got to worry about a wildcard weekend where they can get eliminated on the first week of the playoffs. And they blow it, man. And they blow it. The Titans, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, I mean, he had a terrible game. He had three interceptions, and most of them were just the most unluckiest of interceptions. It just looked pretty rough for Tennessee throughout the whole game. And, you know, the run game was a, was productive. I mean, Derrick Henry, you know, he had a touchdown, so he did something at least. But, yeah, man, the Titans just couldn't hold it in pretty much. But, I mean, the Bengals won this game by a walk-off field goal. So, in the end of the day, this game was closer than expected. The Bengals are going to be playing uh, a team that I have to yet still mention that they're going to be playing against in, obviously, next week in the AFC Championship game. But, yeah, should be a very fun matchup. However, do I really think the Bengals might actually beat this team? I I have no idea. I probably would say no, but I'll talk about it more on Thursday where I give my predictions on the AFC and NFC title games. But yeah, I mean, the Bengals, look, Joe Burrow, he's 2-0 in the playoffs. And well, you know, he's, he's already in his second year. He's already in the AFC championship game. This is his first fully... Healthy year, um, and he's he was able to take this team all the way to the damn AFC title game. So, that's that's big respect for for the Bengals. Big respect for Joe Burrow. Joe Shiesty is that dude, and I mean, well, you know, we're we're, we're potentially looking at the franchise QB for the next ten, fifteen years, twenty years, honestly, for 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 the Bengals and shit, man. You may not want to expect the Super Bowl this year because it kind of feels unlikely, even though, man, they're out of the... You know, there's four teams left, and the Bengals are one of those teams that still has a chance to actually get a damn Super Bowl. I I can't... I I, I can't fathom, actually... I can't really imagine the, the Bengals winning a Super Bowl this year. They're a good team, and I know I doubted them, and I was totally, totally wrong about them. I think most people were wrong about the Bengals from the beginning of the year. So I'm not alone in that. But my god, I from 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 5 and 12 to Super Bowl champions, I just don't I just would hate myself for blowing something like that, you know? I mean, they proved me wrong, you know, and they proved a lot of people wrong. So I do I do fuck with that, but damn. Um especially against the Bills or the Chiefs, you know, I'll go over that game in a minute. Um you know it's gonna be a tough game for for, for Cincinnati. So yeah. But either way, they, you know Joe Shystee is that motherfucker and he's celebrating you know his victory. This is gonna be his third playoff game upcoming on Sunday. So very exciting. The Bengals were able to get it done. And well the Titans, first round seed, or first 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 seed, first round by, and well, they said goodbye on the first game. So that was that. The Bengals, they move on and they move they get to the AFC Championship game. Next, for the final game on Saturday, we had the NFC Divisional, the first NFC Divisional round game. We had the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Green Bay Packers. And, well, the 49ers, they took the victory, their spirit, out of Green Bay, out of Lambeau Field and they took the dominating. I'm just kidding. They were they played terrible. Um no, the 49ers they were able to defeat the Packers 13 to 10 in easily one of the worst playoff games I have ever seen in my entire life. <sighs> this game was dreadful to watch. I mean, I'm not a Niners or a Packers fan, but my God, I was, I had this, like, you know, it's a really bad game when at this point, I talk about football every week. I watch the regular season. I'm up to date to to all the games and shit, but then i'm watching I'm briefly watching the game i'm listening to music i'm on my phone i'm on my laptop i'm on my i'm doing everything but really focusing and paying attention on the damn game It's just a little thing in the background that's going on like ah uh, whatever that was that game that was this game like i I just wasn't paying attention to it that much because there wasn't really a lot to talk about, but I did see the highlights and shit that was kind of like twelve minutes wasted too because it was it was literally like maybe a couple of highlights by the defense. Um, So yeah, once again, the Packers, they are 0-4 in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers against the 49ers. They still cannot get over the hump over the 49ers. Um, Yeah, Jimmy G, 11 for 19, 131 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Uh, The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 29, 225 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interception. A.J. Dillon, on the first drive of the entire game, had a touchdown, and that was it. Green Bay's offense was non-existent after A.J. Dillon's first drive touchdown of the game, and that was that. Proceeded to score three points, uh, a field goal, obviously, in the fourth quarter, and that was all the Packers did on offense. But I mean the Packers defense was great because they only allowed the you know they only allowed the 49ers 13 points and honestly I could I could be convinced that they allowed pretty much three points only because the reason why the Niners even won the game was because the special teams for the Packers decided to fuck things over And make two costly plays that cost the Packers the game. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, there was a play in the fourth quarter, I believe, with eight minutes left. You know, the Packers, they were punting the ball away. The special teams couldn't get it done. The punter punted the ball right in front of the defender, blocked blocked it, you know, And then a defender picked it up, scooped it, and obviously had a 10-yard run to the end zone and had the easiest touchdown of his entire life. And, well, that tied the game. That tied the game up at 10. And so eventually, in the fourth quarter later on, they were just... The Packers' defense were just fumbling out of proportion. They were not getting anywhere downfield. And, well, the Niners were able to get in good position... Got an easy field goal for Robbie Gold and hit the field goal to end the Packers season in Lambeau Field in the freezing cold. Now, obviously, let's talk about the 49ers. They had a horrible performance offensively. And you can easily say the special teams was the biggest reason why the Niners won this game. The Packers, if the the special teams didn't have those... If they just avoided those mistakes, the Packers would have been in the NFC Championship game. But then again, I feel like I feel like there's always something. There's always like some type of asterisk. There's always some type of excuse that we have to make for the Packers. Because it feels like every time they lose in the playoffs, there's always a specific play, a specific moment in the game that could have changed everything. And I think that's pretty much a majority of all these. I mean, the majority of these games, I mean, one or two moments that could have prevented a certain team from choking or winning it's definitely possible but i feel like when the packers lose a lot of people got to make up excuses and you know like but they got to make up excuses to kind of just i don't know make it seem like oh green bay had it but they sold the bag the special teams f- fucked up they fumbled it it was a mess whatever but in the end of the day, man the special teams they did not they didn't they couldn't do what they were supposed to do and they they cost the team they cost the team a chance to get over the hump against the 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 49ers which the Niners were playing terrible. So the fact that the Packers, you know, couldn't even do that. I mean, obviously we're talking about the special teams here. Let's talk about the offense. I mean, the offense. Rodgers was not playing great. The offense was going nowhere. Many many turnovers were were caused. So many third is so many third and short so many third and long. Barely any plays. I barely saw any first downs in this game. I think Jimmy G had like seven like I think he had like seven yards entering like almost half of the second quarter. Done. Um with like six, seven minutes to go. Jimmy G had like seven yards. That man had like some I don't know how many incompletions he has, but shit it it was it was dreadful to watch this game both teams offensively just couldn't do nothing defensively it was great but yeah man and obviously now everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers I mean this was supposed to be the year man this is supposed to be the year that the Packers claimed they were going to finally overcome their fear overcome that 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 kryptonite whether it was the Niners whether it's the NFC championship game and then we're going to crush that. And then we're going to finally bring a trophy to Lombardi. Uh, to, to, not not to Lombardi. Uh, to Lambo, The Vince Lombardi in Lambeau. You know, to finally give Aaron Rodgers another Super Bowl ring in his resume. And to officially, you know, like solidify him as a top tier quarterback of all time. Even though without a Super Bowl ring, we could say that. Without two Super Bowl rings, we could say that. But... I think one ring will also do enough justice for him winning in the 2011 and 20, you know, winning in his 20s and then also winning in his 30s, in his late 30s. So I think it would do a lot for him. But then again, man, it just did not happen. And again, um, if people saying Aaron Rodgers should retire, um, I think you're fucking delusional. Uh, Aaron Rodgers should definitely not retire. That man is still good at playing football. That man is still an MVP candidate this year. That man should at least play for at least three more years, give or take. And you know, I don't know the situation. You know, he could definitely be leaving Green Bay. I would think he's gonna leave Green Bay. Out of most of the QBs, that I would, I think Green Bay. I think this is the last chance that Aaron Rodgers really had to really put something with Green Bay. But it's just been multiple years of collapses in the division around in the title games. In the wildcard games, and there's always a play or something, whether it's mostly Aaron Rodgers' fault, whether it's the defense or the special teams, there's always something wrong, and you know it just it just feels like bad timing. It feels like bad luck because sometimes it's not even Rodgers' fault. You gotta put Rodgers' fault for you know you gotta put the blame on him for certain parts of the game. I mean, the man didn't have a great game. Couldn't couldn't get downfield. I mean. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't throw a damn touchdown. That, that's it. The first drive, a rushing touchdown, A.J. Dillon, and then after that, nothing. Just a field goal in the fourth quarter. That was that. That was it. They couldn't do nothing in this game. So, obviously, talk about being unproductive. You know, it was it was a mess. It was definitely a mess seeing them, how they were really just playing terrible football, and they were just not doing good in general. So... Yeah man. Um the 49ers, congrats on the win. You know, they're they're officially now in the NFC title game. They're one more win um from making it to the Super Bowl for the second time in the last three years. Um they're trying to win it, you know, trying to get revenge on a team that, you know, already beat them uh two years ago. And we'll talk about that game in a bit as well when we, when we in just a minute, so so yeah, but the Packers, I don't know what's going to happen to them. They might be a rebuilding franchise next year if they're going to go all in uh, trading a bunch of the players because not, it's, not, it's really not just for Aaron Rodgers. A lot of these players are just out here. They probably want to get the fuck out of here. I feel like this was a really good opportunity this year that the Packers had to win a Super Bowl, but it just fell short. And they had a great moment because the 49ers were playing terrible and they couldn't even they couldn't even handle they couldn't even handle that moment i mean shit you know only team, teams can dream of having the defense to only allow 13 points but if the offense can't do nothing and if the special teams was the biggest reason why the off that they even had points on the board it just yeah man it just didn't help in green bay's favor at all so it sucks this is definitely a very tough loss for the packers so it's it's going to look it's gonna look rough for the next couple of years, at least. You know, if Aaron Rodgers stays, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's still one more chance. Maybe they'll finally have the last hope, the last draw, whatever it is. But for me, I think it's kind of all over. I don't think the Packers are going to suck or anything. But without A-Rod, do you think it's going to be the same team? Fuck no. Especially if they're going to keep Jordan Love or if they're going to get another player. uh You know. So we'll have to wait and see. But both number one seed teams, they lose on the same day. The Titans and the Packers lose on Saturday. So, yeah. But those were the games that were just really not nothing too interesting, nothing chaotic, just boring, really nothing crazy. But yesterday's games, oh, my God, it was it was insane. It was insane. Two games that were worthy of watching from start to finish. If you missed one play of the game, you missed a lot. You, yeah, you definitely had to watch this game. If you were doing anything else but watching this game yesterday or any of these two games yesterday, what the hell are you doing? No. No. No you had to you had to watch this game you had to watch this game but anyways both of these games to start off with the rams and the buccaneers games and so the bucks they are eliminated they have been officially eliminated from the playoffs they lose to the rams 30 to 27 matthew stafford 28 for 38 366 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, a rushing touchdown for Matthew Stafford, a receiving touchdown for Cooper Cup and for Kendall Blayton. And then for the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 30 for 54, 329 yards, a touchdown, an interception, two rushing touchdowns for Leonard Fournette, a a receiving touchdown for Mike Evans as well. This was a great game. Now, let's talk about the game. The first half, the Rams were on top. The Rams in the first half they looked dominant. They looked sharp. They were they were all they were just destroying the Buccaneers in the first half. The Bucks had no answer offensively, no answer defensively. They had a blown coverage, uh, which allowed Matthew Stafford to g- deliver a seventy-yard pass to Cooper Cup for probably one of the lar- for one of the longest uh, throws in playoff history right there. Blown, terrible coverage for the buccaneers there on that play, you know that gave the the Rams a lead. Then they had another touchdown, I believe it was to probably uh I think it was Kendall blayton or it was a another rushing touchdown for for Stafford you know extended their lead, and you know they looked great in the first half they were up what twenty to three in the first half, so the Rams you know they were up to a fantastic start. But, you know, at halftime, I was thinking, you know, damn, the Rams are dominating. 15 minutes, you know, each quarter. 30 minutes have passed already. We have 30 more minutes. A lot can still happen. And I saw the score 20 to 3, and it was kind of giving me a reminder of 28 to 3. But I was even more scared because obviously 20 to 3 is more doable. You're only down by 17. The Buccaneers can get back in this game 17 points easy. I mean, Brady, come on, 25-point difference compared to a 17-point difference. Come on, this man man has been doing this. So when I saw that, I was low-key terrified that the Buccaneers were actually going to come back and win the game. And that almost, that almost happened. That almost happened. Oh, my God. In the fourth quarter was insanity. Well, in the third quarter, I think the Rams... They were still playing decent, but offensively, they weren't, you know, as dominant in the first half in the first or second quarter. And the Buccaneers, they were getting closer. They were getting closer. They scored 10. You know, they were able to get closer and stuff. But the Rams kept fumbling the football at the worst time, having turnover after turnover after turnover. I think they had like four fumbles. So, yeah, from, from Cooper Cup, from Matthew Stafford, there was a play... Where um Matthew Stafford wasn't wasn't paying attention to the snap, and the ball went, I don't know where the ball went flying, that turned into a turnover, and I saw I was like, what the fuck? The Rams are shitting, they're choking, and I was scared that the Buccaneers were gonna pull through and take advantage, and the Bucks were really close to actually taking it home and winning this game. But eventually after they tied the game the bucks did manage to tie the game with like a minute left 27 to 27 then the bucks defense which has been good in the second half terrible in the first but in the second half was definitely a huge step up like three blown coverages cooper had a couple a couple plays and you know there was a play where someone got like 20 yards in advance yeah the defense was just blowing coverages they just couldn't get it done And then they were within like a 30, 40-yard distance from hitting the field goal. And obviously, the Rams hit it. Matt Gay hit it. And boom, there goes the Rams making it into the NFC title game. They will be facing off against the Niners in the NFC Championship game next week. And so the Rams, they pulled the win. They were so close. And I mean super close from choking this game. But, you know, even though this game was super entertaining... You know, the Rams, they were fucking up, making a hell of mistakes in the third and fourth quarter. And the Buccaneers took advantage of that. And they were still able to get something going. And they did not give up in this game. Clearly not. And Brady, I mean, he just, he, he was he was staying calm, cool, collected. He's like, no big deal. I've been down 28-3. 20 three, twenty-three. that's not going to bother me. I beat this team in the Super Bowl, too. So I'm not concerned. Like what? Like come on. And I'm you know Brady is not scared. So obviously he you know kept his composure and damn, they almost they all like if if they were the if the defense was just a little bit stronger towards the end, then the Buccaneers would have honestly could have managed something and could have sent this game into overtime and obviously would have known who would have had won the coin toss and overtime and everything and. And so, yeah, you know, if this game did go to OT, then shit would have happened. Whoever had the ball first probably was going to be the one scoring. And then, you know, whoever would have won the game there. But the Rams, they won by a field goal. All these games, by the way, they've won by a field goal except for the last game. But the last game ended in a very crazier ending. But the Rams, they won this game. I was fucking right right about this. So... You know, I, I definitely had my doubts, but the Rams were able to pull it off. And they're going to be playing against the Niners in the NFC Championship game this Sunday. So I'm super excited. And Tampa, well, I mean, they're still a great team. Um, they were flooded with injuries. AB, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, oh my God. What the fuck? Uh, Chris Godwin, obviously out for the year. Uh, Tristan Worf's on the defense missing. He he didn't play yesterday. It was a big blow. Um, yeah, it it, it a lot of injuries and a lot of players couldn't play, uh, COVID related or injury related. Yeah, it just sucked that they couldn't uh have their moment here in this game. Couldn't get the Buccaneers to victory. Brady, do I think he's gonna retire? Because I think most people are saying that, or I think they were hearing rumors that this might be his last game. That was his last game, or whatever. No, I don't th- for Brady to do something like that or to retire like that. I don't think he's Dan Marino where he can get destroyed fucking, you know, by 40 pl- 40 points or more and then that call, fuck it. Call- I call that my last game of the season. But Brady, I think honestly he will retire when he wins another Super Bowl on top. So maybe next year if he wins, you know, I think he'll officially retire. And honestly, if he would have won the Super Bowl this year, maybe it would have been that year. But I don't know. I really don't know. Um We'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, the Bucks, they're officially eliminated and the, you know, the 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 evil empire of Tom Brady will not be playing in the Super Bowl. So that's great. That's great news. I bet everyone is happy that that the Rams were able to destroy the not destroy, but Got a close win against the Bucs and were able to get Tom Brady out the playoffs. I think the majority of people really enjoyed that, including me. Uh, but no disrespect to Tom. You know, he's still the go or anything. But that was that. The Rams, they won 30-27. to And again, they'll be playing at SoFi Stadium against the Niners in the NFC Championship game on Sunday at 6.30. So stay tuned for that one. And the Bengals were still waiting for their last opponent, which was between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. This game was incredible. This game was one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my entire life. Football games. This is one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Josh Allen, 27 for 37. 329 yards. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. A rushing touchdown for Devin Singletary. Four, four receiving touchdowns for Gabriel Davis, who had eight receptions and 201 yards. Fucking insane. Patrick Mahomes, 33 for 44. 378 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. A touchdown, rushing touchdown for McCall Hardman. And for Patrick Mahomes himself, 69 yards, exactly nice. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Brian Pringle all also had a receiving touchdown. The Chiefs were able to win this game 42-36 to in overtime. This was an insane game yesterday. Both quarterbacks played fantastic. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes just going at it, battling and battling back and forth, back and forth. They looked fucking incredible. My fucking God. It was, it was amazing. This is the two future superstars. Well, they're already superstars, but the future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, hopefully, if they can keep this up, these are gonna be the best, you know, quarterbacks in the twenty twenties decade at least, you know. For this generation, it, it this is gonna be the two best quarterbacks, or at least two of the best quarterbacks that we'll see going back to back and facing a lot in the AFC and in the postseason, the regular season. Yeah, both both quarterbacks had a great game. The offense for both teams was lighting it up. Gabriel Davis, four fucking touchdowns. I mean, Josh Allen, that man was just throwing Darts, missiles, and Patrick Mahomes was still being Patrick Mahomes throwing darts, but also was throwing underhand and, you know, toss-ups and shit. So he was still being crafty with it. Um, He also had a really—both actually had also a really good uh, run game. They were able to skip the pocket very effectively. They got, like, both had, like, 40 or 50-plus rushing yards. So, yeah, they were able to run the football as well. I mean, Josh Allen had 68 rushing yards— and Patrick Mahomes at sixty nine rushing yards. So yeah, they they almost had seventy combined, um, and and just the final possessions of the game. I mean, both games back and forth. Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs. That was really just the fourth. That was really just the the first three quarters. The fourth quarter, it was definitely back and forth. But man, the Chiefs, they were up with less than with less than 2 minutes to go but then the bills with 13 seconds left with 13 seconds left they win oh wait that's what they think with 13 seconds left and you're up by you're up by 3 at that point you have that mentality right there to stick 36 to 33 they were up with 13 seconds left and the Chiefs were obviously in in shock. You know, the Bills, They at that point, you know, you just can tell the Chiefs fan were just getting nervous. Like, damn, we're about to fucking lose this game. This is crazy. Like, fuck, this was, you know, 13 seconds left. And you got to go 70, 80 yards across the field to even get an attempt. 13 seconds. You, at least you have three timeouts. So you're able to run the ball not run the ball. You're at least you're at least able to get some first downs, stop the clock, get a first down, stop the clock and get closer and closer to field goal range. That's exactly what they did. And with I think 5 seconds left, Harrison Buckner hit a 49-yard field goal to tie the game at 36 to send this game into overtime. And, well, of course, the Chiefs, they took over in overtime. They had possession. They won the coin League so um, They got the ball first. And with the Chiefs, with that, Patrick Mahomes threw a dart to Travis Kelsey for the game-winning walk-off TD for the Chiefs to have finally beat the Bills. Or not finally because they beat them last year. But the Chiefs to finally win a very, very tough game against the Bills. And they will move on to their fourth straight AFC title game. Four straight AFC title games. And all of them they had home field advantage. All of them against the against the Patriots, against the Titans, against who did they play last year in the who did they play last year in the uh it it was the Browns? No, the Browns was division around. It was the Bills. What am I talking about? It was the fucking Bills. And now it's going to be the Bengals. So, insane. Insane. Now, I know a lot of people talking about the overtime rules and how it's unfair. How, uh, you know, both teams don't get uh, the other team that doesn't win the coin toss. They doesn't get the receiving end of the football. Uh, it was they, they can only rely on the defense to even get something going or anything. They can't get the ball back when a drive is done or anything back and forth. Um... I mean I do kind of, I do agree that they should change the overtime rules but I honestly think people are just pointing that out now or people are just kind of making that a big deal or or bringing that shit into like you know into a into a conversation is because the Bills lost and anything I'm not trying to say the Bills fans are definitely being salty or anything I you know they they played a great game they played a great game Josh Allen played fucking amazing and as a Bills Hater, let's be honest. I'm not the biggest Bills fan. But from a perspective of a Bills fan, you should not be... You should you, you should definitely not feel sad. Heartbroken for losing yesterday a tough game that y'all were clearly just playing your heart out? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, y- y'all should not be scared of the future because y'all have a great future with Josh Allen. And man, I'm scared for the Chiefs next year, man. Honestly, if Buffalo meets... Kansas City, again, in the postseason next year. Honestly, Buffalo, I think may, they might take the upper hand. Even if they play them in their head again, like, next year. I don't know, man. I just... It's going to be tough for Kansas City to continuously, continuously get these close wins against the Bills. But, man, they were able to get it done. But, uh, yeah, I do think they should change the overtime rules. Kind of like how they do in the in college. Um... Honestly, I think it would be a little bit better if they do give both offenses a chance, um. But kind of make it into like penal, like kind of like how penalties work. Like you know, you have to get, uh, you know, whoever gets the ball first. If they score on the first possession, okay, that's fine. They give the other team. But if they don't score on the on this possession, then the other team wins. Kind of like that. Like a do or die. You have to score on this drive, um, or not. And it it and I guess the the score can continue going as long as you score. Whether that's a touchdown, whether that's a field goal, but not really a field goal because then again, why would they, if they're up, if they're down by a touchdown, why would they go for a field goal to cut the deficit in half when, if they score more in the next draft, you know what I'm saying? But they always got to go for like two point conversions and other touchdowns and shit. That's why there was like, there was like a seven overtime game in college where the game ended like 70 something to 72 or some shit. I mean, again, the game could have been even more crazier if that applied in this game in the NFL, but my God, it actually would have been crazy if it would just kept going like that. But honestly, you know, but the Chiefs, I mean, that's literally how they lost in 2018 uh, against the Patriots. I mean, they didn't get the ball. They didn't get the ball back in in, uh, in the AFC title game because the Patriots took over on the first drive and won and they lost that game and that could have been the first uh, that could have been the first time the Chiefs would have made the Super Bowl until obviously after, you know, winning it the very next season after that. But, I mean, they lost, they lost like that four years ago or three years ago. And, well, now the Bills are basically just suffering what the Chiefs suffered three years later. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Josh Allen didn't have a complaint about it. He talked about it in the press conference. He was saying, like, you know, if he was obviously the Chiefs, They wouldn't obviously be mad about it. They would be celebrating because they won the game or anything. Um, So, yeah. But what a crazy games yesterday. Like, yeah, these are two of the best games I've seen in a while. Maybe in my entire lifetime. So, yeah, man. I'm expecting more for the the title games, of course, for the Bengals and the Chiefs and for the Niners, Rams. I mean, four teams left. Now, Chiefs, Rams, Super Bowl, it's still... It's still a huge possibility, guys. It's still a huge possibility. And honestly, fucking, I might just still stick with it, bro. I, I, just, I already gave you all my predictions, honestly. It's Bengals-Rams. Um, Not Bengals-Rams. Bengals-Chiefs. That's my Super Bowl prediction. But I'll go more in-depth, kind of like, you know, why have the Chiefs winning, why have the Rams winning. Or why maybe the Bengals could do something, Niners could do something, whatever. I'll talk about that on Thursday. But that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.